0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Apparelli Podcast. Today, I'm talking with Holly Borgman, and um, she's going to talk about her experiences traveling mainly through Ontario and leaving a few tips for you guys to travel wiser. So, um, I hope you enjoy the show. You have to excuse the audio was um, a little bit dodgy because my internet connection was out, so just excuse us for that. But um, yeah, hope you enjoy. Thanks. So, um, I've obviously like jumped on Instagram and met you through there because I thought that you had a cool page. But would you mind sharing a little bit of background about uh, who you are and maybe some of the countries that you've traveled to and just a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. So, my name is Holly Marie. I'm from Canada and I've been born and raised here. Um, I currently live in Toronto. Um, didn't always live in Toronto which is a a, quite a big city. I actually grew up in the countryside so I'm a country girl at heart. Um, I got my first taste of traveling when I was 21 I would say and um, I used to do research for university. I did a master's degree in psychology um, and I used to actually travel around the world um, for free (laughs) and I got to see some really cool places and meet some really cool people yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Um, so I, I did that for a few years, and I kind of caught the travel bug. And ever since, like, I, I just love, like, traveling um, with friends, with family, and now with my fiancé, who I guess we've been together for four years now. And we pretty much go everywhere together. Um, so I guess I don't have to travel solo anymore, which is nice because um, it can get lonely sometimes. But yeah, for the past four years, we've been traveling and doing a lot of adventures within uh, Ontario. So um, I don't know if you've ever been to Ontario, but the outdoors is just insanely beautiful. Um, you should come and I'll show you around. <laughs> but we have tons of provincial parks, um, places to hike, camp, you know, waterfalls, beautiful waterfalls, um, just so many things. It's just such a diverse province. And I think it wasn't until COVID started when I kind of realized that, wow, like we really do live in such a beautiful place because what I find, you know, myself anyways, I used to really be interested in going to all these exotic destinations like, you know, Costa Rica, you um, Iceland was a really nice one. We go to Europe quite a bit um, and, and stuff like that. So I guess with COVID, since I wasn't able to travel, uh, I explored my own backyard and I was really surprised at what I found. So I've kind of shifted my traveling to more like local based travel. Um, so I don't have any plans this year to go on a plane, but I'm hoping next year we're going to go to Costa Rica again is my favorite destination um so if you look on my instagram you'll see a lot of like local support um exploring outdoors and stuff like that
0: awesome that's pretty cool i wish that i uh, could have been to Ontario, but unfortunately i haven't been i actually had a look earlier today oh sorry maybe like a month ago about going over to canada at the end of the year um just to live there for a few months and um really lucky to be able to live there. Um, So, you mentioned that you could travel for free. How did did you manage that? (laughs)
1: Um, So, when I was in university, I worked for um, a lab and the professor that I worked for um, got research grants. So, since I worked for him, I was able to get my travel covered. Um, and then usually I would use that as an opportunity to go to different places and extend my trips. So I think my favorite one was going to a conference in Switzerland and I extended that for another probably about a week. Um, and I did that. But I mean, the flight was paid for and everything like that. So, yeah, that was my first big solo trip overseas Um it was interesting. I think my first, my first reaction is I felt a bit lonely. Um, but then I realized that like traveling alone is actually pretty awesome because you can do it every want, And I yes. met some really cool people along the way. Um, what I found that like when I travel by myself, I found that I actually felt lonelier being in a city than I did in the countryside, which is what I thought it would be the opposite. So I thought that I would be extremely bored like in the middle of nowhere hiking by myself I'm like how like how much can I really do but I actually found I felt lonelier in the city because when I'm having dinner I'm looking at people at tables talking and stuff and I was sitting at the bar which I can make good friends but for me it was the opposite of what I yeah Um, Switzerland's awesome (laughs) just uh, make sure you bring a lot of money and budget because uh, it's more expensive than you think yeah. it is. Have you been?
0: Uh, not to Switzerland, no. But Where did really you like go? To go. Um, so I've been to, I did a lot of travel when I was younger. Um, so I've been to like Grand Canaria, Malta. I was originally born in England. Um, so I've been to most places around England. And then when I was seven, I moved to Australia. I've been to Melbourne. I'm about to go to Tasmania. I've been to New Zealand. And then there's probably a few other places as well that I can't think of off the top of my head. But um, I've been a uni student for the last four years. And this is my first year off as a uh, working full time. So now I've got a few more opportunities ahead of me. And I'm trying to take advantage of it. Unfortunately... COVID is helping out right now because in Brisbane, in Australia, we're uh, we're actually in lockdown. We can't actually do anything and it's really, really hard to travel. The reason why mm-hmm. I like Canada so much is because um, you can go there on a work visa because that, um, I've got digital marketing background, so um, they need those skills over there, which means I could go if I wanted to. Um, so that was like an interesting opportunity. But, yeah. Um, how many countries have you visited?
1: Sorry, I think you got a little cut off there. Sorry, what was your question? Oh, that's
0: all right. Um, How many countries have you visited in
1: total? Oh God, I I tried to count this the other, well, a while back. Oh God, like I would say maybe a dozen, but within the countries I visited um, multiple places and I've also doubled up on countries because I like them. and I, I'm kind of changing my stance towards travel. So I used to be the person who wants just to go to as many places as possible and like tick them all off the list. Um, like I, for example, I've even done a quick layover in Ecuador, like a yep. 24 hours in Ecuador by myself on the way to Peru. So like I would count that cause I still explored but I didn't really get to fully immerse myself in the experience and the culture and all of that. It was more of just like a quick tour. So I think going forward, how I'm looking at things is just like looking at having a deeper experience when I travel, and maybe I'm not going to be seeing as many places, yep. um, but I will have a deeper, like more meaningful experience, and it's also better for the environment. Um, I'm a huge advocate for like sustainability, uh, yep. like awareness of you know protecting our environment, and I know that my travel also affects. I know the thing I love the most is it's kind of, um, it's weird. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Which is what I'm also very passionate about. So it's almost like for my own good versus like the good of the planet. So I'm trying to find ways to lessen my impact. Um, and like slow travel is definitely one of them. Um, and then just being more like conscious of like how I'm traveling. So like, you know, taking public transportation or, um, finding um, experiences that are low impact like for example going hiking or some sort of eco tourism place um, and even finding accommodation that you know is sustainable which is hard to find but you can still find it um, if you know where to look or if you if you look hard so that's kind of my commitment for how I want to travel so now I'm trying to figure out like you know where do I want to go next? I would love to go to. Uh, I think my biggest dream is to go to Kiliman- like to hike Kilimanjaro. That's like my bucket oh, okay. list trip.
0: That would be nice. What do you like about hiking?
1: Oh, times, well,
0: so I'm curious to know what
1: you think. I thinking. love. <laughs> I love hiking. Um, I love the. It's weird. I love the burn and the pain, like the struggle. I love. love the struggle Um, and like, usually like halfway up, you're dying. You're like, Oh God, I don't want to do this. And then, but when you get to the top, like the views are just incredible. It just feels so worth it. Like you feel so accomplished at the end and also it gives you time to think and like clear your mind and just be out in nature um, and far away from people. And then you always meet really friendly people on the trail. So, you know, people I was saying hi and stuff and I met friends on the trail. So it's really cool that way. Um, I, just, I just love being outdoors. I think I used to be more of a city person when I was younger. When I look at my travel experiences, it used to be like, oh, I want to go to Rome and Venice and all these places, just like beautiful cities. And now I'm like, take me to a little town, <laughs> and plunk me near a volcano or a mountain, and I'll go hike it. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of my style nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, if you love, if you want to come to Canada, I would totally recommend going to the, to the West Coast. So you should go to like British Columbia or Alberta. Um, we went to Canmore in February. So no one's around in February. Um, well, they're ski, ski people, but for hiking, it's so beautiful, like snow-capped mountains everywhere. We went hiking up this wonderful place um, in Canmore, which I would say go to Canmore because it's a less touristy place than Banff. Um, I, Banff is a bit tacky, I, I find, in my opinion. Yeah, so um, Canmore. And um, just, oh, God, the hiking in the area is so incredible. Like, I would highly recommend going there. Like, when you think, what is Canada? Like, super, like, stereotype picture of Canada. That's, like, when you go there, that's what you think of when you think of Canada, in my opinion. So I would highly recommend going. And if you ever need recommendations for out west, so I would love to
0: oh thanks I appreciate that it's definitely something that I want to do Canada's probably like my favourite country in terms of wanting like if I ever moved out of Australia I feel like I'd move to Canada just because you've got so much stuff to do there the cities are pretty close like it's a very multicultural um, kind of environment the, the, the economy seems to be going quite well you can quote Amartya But based on what little I've read. Um, Yeah, and and usually Canadians are are very friendly and polite, and I just, it's always been a country that I've been attracted to. So I was really excited when you told me that you're from Canada. I was like, oh, of course I'm. (laughs) But yeah. Um, I was,
1: uh, you should. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I definitely will. Would you say that it's an expensive country, or would you say that it's somewhere in the middle?
1: I would say somewhere in the middle. I think your money your is actually worth a bit less than ours. I think your currency is just a tad bit. Um, I would say depending where you go. I mean, Toronto is a bit, a bit of an expensive city to live. I know it's an expensive place to live. Uh, Toronto is now the most unaffordable city, I believe, in the world now. Um, It's even more unaffordable than, like, it's more expensive than, like, New York City, L.A., um, all these big places. So I would say in terms of living, even buying a house in Canada is very expensive, and Ontario especially. There's other provinces that are a bit cheaper, but Ontario is definitely uh, up there. But, I mean, if you were to go grab, you know, dinner, it might be, like, Twenty bucks for your plate. You can easily, you know, with a couple drinks, have like seventy bucks, and that's your that's your dinner. So you can definitely live cheaply in Ontario, and I've done it because I've been also a very, very broke student, and I survived. But it can get pricey, but it's not as pricey as you would think. Um, you know, if you compare it to like going to Switzerland. Oh God, found out money in Switzerland because I didn't budget so yeah. I guess travel tip make sure you one research the place you're going and know how much roughly things cost and actually put a budget in place I did none of those things I just kind of winged it and I ended up cooking past in a hostel for like half a week and eating street meat um with people I met so definitely definitely a tip I have for people is you know pay attention to that stuff like winging it's cool but make sure you have a good idea of like where you're going and you Know what the situation is, too.
0: Yeah, okay. That's, I'd say that's probably a good advice. <laughs> um, what is, do you have like a, um, like, what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you overseas? Do you have a, like a strange oh. story that someone's like, I you don't know, if you hear these things whilst people are traveling? Um, but I was curious to you know if you had a personal experience.
1: Oh God, I probably have so That's many. I'm lot. just trying to, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, we, well, this happened to my friend, but I was in the room with her. God, we stayed in a hostel. So my friend is not really a hostel person. She's more of a, like, she likes luxury hotels and stuff, but I took her to Peru and we definitely went to hostels. And one of the hostels we went to, like we got, it was a bunk bed hostel. And, like, we all went out to drink and stuff. And then some guy got really drunk and, like, stumbled into her bed. And, like, ended up sleeping in her bed. She woke up and there's a guy, like, with his feet in her face. And she, like, screamed. She's, like, she tapped me on the shoulder. She's, like, holly. That was – nothing bad happened there. But just weird stuff like that. God. Yeah, people are – she had to sleep in my bed. That was – annoying so that's one perk of being in hostels i went this is not weird but i went hitchhiking in switzerland with some random girls i met that was fun people were friendly they're very willing to take you for a ride through the town so yeah oh god i
0: really noticed that
1: honestly i'd have to think about it you put me on the spot there <laughs> that's all
0: right. if i think of something
1: think when we talk you know oh yeah no that's all
0: right um Yeah, don't feel pressured to answer quickly or anything. It's all good. (laughs) Um, I know that I'm asking tough questions. (laughs) Um, You you say that people are friendly. Have you met Australians before? Like, do you think that Australian people are friendly?
1: So Australia, but uh, um, I've met Australians and I love the accent. And I think they are, yeah, I think they're nice. Like, they seem always very down to earth. And I know people who've lived in Australia. Some of them ended up staying. um, And then some of them end up having to leave. But they love Australia. Completely love it. I think I had friends who were in Brisbane. I think so. For a few years. Because my friend's husband was doing med school there. Um, Yeah, they loved it. And they said the people were wonderful. They met so many nice friends. And there's a lot of expats, I hear, that come to uh, Australia. I know a lot of Canadians because it's easy when you're young to be able to go there and, and work there for a bit. It's but cool. yeah, I, uh, Australia's on my list. As
0: well. Yeah, definitely come down. It's a good place to be. There's, um, I recommend uh, Brisbane, if you're a tourist, New South. Uh, Melbourne's really good, Sydney is really good. Some people don't like Sydney, so it's a hit or a miss. Um, And then there's a place called Cradle Mountain in Tasmania, which is pretty amazing too. But in saying that, it might not be that nice for you because you've got all those amazing uh, mountains in Ontario. (laughs) Uh,
1: We don't, fun fact, we don't have mountains in Ontario. We just have hills in Ontario. So if I was to live anywhere, I would actually, I would want to be on the West Coast. That's where we have all the mountains. Um, I get hills, which we call, for example, we have um, a place called Blue Mountain. It's north of Toronto. And it's really just a hill, but it's what they call it, a mountain.
0: Cool. Well, I didn't know that, so now I'm learning even more. <laughs> um, go. What what's the longest that you've been away from home before? And how did your how did your uh, friends and family feel when you went? Was it hard to leave them or did you just get used to it over time?
1: Um I've never been that person to really get homesick. So but I've also maybe never been away long enough to get homesick. I think the one person I would miss would be my mom. Um, But my family's always been really good with me traveling. Um, So I guess the longest, well, I mean, the longest stretch of time would probably be probably just over three weeks. But, But I've had times where I'm basically living out of a suitcase for like a summer or half a year because I'm like constantly picking up um, and then I'm back for a little bit. And then I go, um, that was more when I was, yeah, my earlier 20s. I'm officially 30. So I've slowed the travel down. Um, but yeah, like now my fiance comes, I don't, I don't leave him behind. So I don't, yeah, I don't really get homesick. I know some people really do though. And, you know, I still, I still get my parents updates. Like sometimes I'll text them on top of a mountain. I'd send them a picture. I'm like, this is where I am right now. And uh, keep in touch that way. But when's what's the longest you've actually spent from home? Uh,
0: nowhere near as long as you. <laughs> um, probably like four to six weeks, I would say. So, um, um, yeah, four to six weeks, I would probably say. Um, just out of curiosity as well, well you you obviously travel quite a lot, and you mentioned that. Uh, you've obviously done your studies and, and, you've been, and you've been working, but if you had to say, if you had to talk to someone who wants to travel more often and they're just not quite sure how to achieve that goal, what would you say to that?
1: Well, I guess it depends on like what what is the barrier, right? Because I think, for example, some people, it's the fact that, they they feel like they don't have the money or they can't afford to travel. and I usually tell people if that's the case, like and they always ask how like how do you travel so much? like how can you afford it? Um, and to be honest, I'm very well, and how do you have the time to do it? I think those are two big ones that people always um, come across and they always tell me. I mean, time, I'm very strategic with my time, so I will, Extend long weekends. Um, I also am lucky now I have four weeks of vacation, but you can make, you can always go off a weekend, long weekends, um, do short trips. Like I, I would literally fly somewhere for like an ex, just an extended weekend just to go somewhere. I'm that person. Um, and then with regard to the money, it's something that I prioritize. So some people like love to buy electronics or video games. I like to spend my money on travel. And I prioritize it in my life. Um, and one thing that's really helped me, actually, is getting a travel visa. And um, I've gotten a lot of free flights and hotels with that. Um, the best part is about getting a travel visa is that when you first get it, you get all of these bonus points, like a huge welcome bonus. And my favorite, well, it's not a visa, it's an Amex. It's the American Express Gold. Um, I'm not sure if you have that in Australia, but you could have something equivalent. And actually, if you're in the US, you get a very, very good bonus. Um, But my fiance had a card and now I have a card. And like, we've gotten like multiple free trips and flights, rental cars and all of that. And you'd be surprised that how like quickly those rack up because you use it like a charge card. So instead of using your debit card, you're using this card. So all of your expenses go on there. And by the end of the month, like within less than a year, for sure you can can go somewhere with that. Um, So that's my favorite one. Um, And then travel doesn't have to be an expensive thing. Like you don't necessarily have to fly somewhere, right? I love doing weekend getaways. Like I get out of Toronto any chance I get. Um, You can get flight deals. Um, and again, like it doesn't have to be expensive. Like if you were to go to Peru, for example, do you really need to stay in a luxury hotel or can you stay in a hostel, right? $15 a night, for example, um, cooking your own food, like, you know, doing activities that aren't some sort of guided tour, taking public transportation, all this stuff, you can save a lot of money while traveling and really stretch your, your dime. So I think it's just a matter of perspective on like whether you can afford it. And some people I understand like they really can't afford it, but there are definitely ways to make it much more attainable to people and more attainable than they actually think. So those are the two biggest ones. Um, and then if they don't know where to go, they can come to someone like me. <laughs> I have so many good recommendations. All my friends and family always ask me like, where should I go today? They're like I need, I need to go on a Canada like trip in September, where should I go? And I'm just like flying off. And so, you know, having a travel, even a travel professional, right? People who do professional trip planning. I know a lot of people are very overwhelmed with like the travel experience and they just don't like planning trips. Like uh, you probably know people who just, they'll just kind of wing it or they just won't go because there's like, Ugh, can't be bothered. But if they have someone to take care of that stuff for them, then it just is so much easier, right? Someone to do all of the hours of research and just say, here you go, I've done it all for you. So that's some people's barrier as well.
0: I could probably say that that's a little bit of my own barrier at some points, yeah. It is is, uh, stressful trying to figure everything out and you don't wanna make a mistake because it can really mess with your experience if you're not careful. Or you could end up booking a hotel that looks nice in the photos and then when you get there, you're like, oh no, what is this? So um, yeah, I I think that's good advice. well, uh, I think that pretty much wraps up all the questions that I have for you today. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and, um, yeah, I hope uh, if I ever come down to Canada, I can maybe ask you for some advice on where to go. <laughs> um, is there any place that um, people can reach you, like if, if you've got an Instagram or something that they can go to?
1: Yes, so they can go to Holly Marie Travels. And if you click message on there, you can actually message me. It will go directly to my email, um, which is hmbtraveldesign@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So I would love to connect with you all. Um, and let's stay in touch. Luke, this is great. I Maybe we'll get a chance to do this again. Um, but yeah, let me know if you do come to Canada. And if I'm ever coming to Australia, I will definitely let you know and I'll hit you up for recommendations.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Even if you need like a, like some cheap rent or something like that, <laughs> you and your husband can come and stay if you like.
1: <laughs> cool. Thank you. All right. Well, I appreciate it. it nice
0: no worries. <laughs> okay, I'll stop recording now. Just quickly. Perfect.